everybody. Welcome back to episode 63 of the Simple Home Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. I'm going here by my co-host, Chris. How the fuck are we doing, everybody? Let's get this shit good. <laughs> We're just a couple <laughs> of just... best friends who are best about all things. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> just coming on. Just, I'm uh, done. I um, did, too. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I've, I've got to finish the thing. No, yeah, finish the bit. Commit to it. That's our opening. Uh a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic like today. That's right. We've got the show for you. Yeah, yeah, we haven't done a comic in a while. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about mine. We're a little, a little restricted on time. and oh. I didn't I didn't push record and then leave a dead air. I just pushed record and started <laughs> flying into it. And you looked a little like, it'd be like if I would started driving without you buckling in first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, we're doing oh, it, we're doing shit. it. Okay, we're on. Fuck it, we're doing oh, it live. You know, we're doing it live! Now, this week, we're a little short on time. Um, just a little crunch time. So we're like, well, news is kind of kind of slim. I'll just hit the top ones that I can think of. Uh, Mortal Kombat got a, uh, an announcement of its next game. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 1. 1. Yeah, and they're doing like a... And something that I think this is the second time they've done. An in-continuity reboot of the timeline. Yes. So it's Mortal Kombat 1, but it is continuity-wise... A direct follow-up to Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. where because Morgan plays Mortal Kombat and she played Mortal Kombat 11 when I when I watched. So really, it's Mortal Kombat 12. It's Mortal Kombat 12, yeah, but one, it, yeah, worldwide, basically everything's starting over. I like when uh, companies do that, or like you know, developers or publishers do that. Like after you hit like a certain amount, mm-hmm. like same thing with like the Xbox. And then you have the yeah. Xbox 360. Now it's the Xbox One. one. You and know, then you've got to do the Xbox thing one after that. S, yeah, well, and then you've you got to do the thing after that. Right. You know, Xbox Series X. Yeah. You're like, uh, uh, and then you got like the same thing with like Call of Duty, you know, or like yeah, Battlefield yeah. One. One. You know, after there's so many. Yeah. Oh, and and so like Mortal Kombat's doing it. Like I said, continuity wise, they just like <laughs> fuck it, we're rebooting. <laughs> oh, fuck it. No, fuck it. And like it's very comic booky of just being like, we're gonna make a story. You said Nookie? Nookie. Yeah, I did it all for the Nookie. Mm-hmm. Um, That's no. all you got to do it for, man. If you're not doing it for the Nookie, what are you doing it for? Yeah, I don't know. Ask them Biscuit. But they... Uh... <laughs> yeah, right? Did you not catch that joke? No, I did. I just wasn't expecting it. Did <laughs> just say Limp Biscuit. <laughs> for those that don't get the joke, just explain it. Limp Biscuit has a song <laughs> where they say, I did it all for the Nookie. <laughs> and then we said... That I did it all oh, for yeah, the we're nookie. doing it for the nookie. So that's why it's funny. What was I talking about? Mortal Kombat and nookie. comic books. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about nookie. <laughs> <laughs> we just get stuck in it. Because I do everything for, you know, in the name of nookie. Yes. <laughs> uh, the father, son, and, and the, the holy, nookie. holy nookie. Yeah. Well, no. The, uh, did I say that it's episode 63, by the way? Yep. All right, good, because I just have episode 62's script up here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, did I read that? But I forgot. No, I came in hot. Anyways, whew, this is not great. Uh, let's keep it going, baby. Yeah. It's all natural. We're not superficial. No. So, comic books yeah. will do like soft reboots inside continuity, like no. the Flashpoint Paradox mm-hmm. did a bunch of uh, resetting where Flash travels through time comes back and a lot of shit has changed and you're like oh no the status quo you know and so they can kind of clean up a bunch of shit that they're like what do we do with this yep. you know yep. but they can still say that all the stuff still happened right 
Taken by the, the Flash. Flash. So, <laughs> Ezra, no. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like Mortal Kombat's kind of doing the same thing where they're like, yeah, fuck it. We're just going to reboot, sort of. I heard, rumor has it, for the new Mortal Kombat. Homelander and Omni, and Omni Man are both going to be in it potentially. Fuh, 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 fuh. They're, they're pretty similar characters, I feel. Of like, Omni what Man if, doesn't have laser eyes. No, but so I mean, but they're, they're basically they're, they're basically they're both, both like Superman. Like, what if Superman wasn't a good guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I'm cool. I hope they get J.J. Simmons. J.K. Simmons? Huh? J.K. Simmons? Or J.K. J.J. J. Jonah J. J. Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> um, J.K. Simmons did to do the voice, and same with Anthony Starr. No, nope. be able to voice Homelander. I think that'd be cool. Be cool as fuck. Be cool. So this Wednesday, when this episode actually airs, uh. PlayStation is doing a um, showcase that has been long rumored where people have been like, yo, I heard in May they're going to do a fucking a, a showcase. That's Your mom of Noah. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. That's going to have like, it's going to be a, the big show, not the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> you boy shit together right now, man. <laughs> so in wrestling, it's funny. No, just start explaining <laughs> it's it. the big show. They, um, and they did come out and be like, yeah, next week. We're running it. One hour uh, showcase starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time. 1 p.m. No, noon Pacific time. And uh, there's a bunch of people being like, fuck, what are they going to show at this thing? Like, this is supposed to be their big, like, Mm -hmm. summer show, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know if this is the showcase. GTA. Replacing, like, what they would have done at E3 uh, E3 or not. But it could be. So if it is, expect to see, like... What games do you think they're going to be showing? I don't know, man. People are like, are we going to see something from the new Last of Us multiplayer game? That'd be dope. That'd be super dope. Um, Maybe something from, like, the Ghost developers. Um, You know, I I don't necessarily need a Ghost of Tsushima 2, but what are they working on? What are are those rascals up to? You know? What they cooking on? Let them cook! cook. Um, Same with, like, Guerrilla Games. Apparently they've been... Pretty busy making uh, multiple things, um, and you figure even uh, you know back to to Naughty Dog, they've mentioned before that they're working on like new IP as well. Yeah. So maybe we at least get concept uh, of what, if what we they're working on. New Starfield footage. <clears throat> well, that'd be at Xbox. Oh yeah, that's Bethesda. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Cheesy Pete's. Yeah, you know me. Who's got the podcast here? You know. Both of us, baby. Both. <laughs> Both of us. Um, but no, I mean, what's what do you think is going to happen with games like GTA that are not owned by Xbox or Sony, right? So the, like they're just Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Like if E3 is kind of fiddling away, right? Do you think that's something that they would show at you know at this PlayStation event, and then if Xbox has, oh one, yeah, yeah, they'll I probably mean, show it at that. You figure too. Call of Duty is owned by Activision, and they've done a bunch of like Sony exclusive things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's not. It's just basically whoever's got the best deal. You know what I mean? I got a feeling a lot of stuff's been leaked for GTA 6, and they're going to start showing some shit. Yeah, I think they're going to start having to at least trickle something out. Um, But I do appreciate still uh, winding back to Mortal Kombat a little bit. It comes out in September. Yeah. Like, they just announced it now, and then they're like, you got like four or five months tops to wait. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, honestly, I think that's that's a a really cool way to do it. I love that. Big, big move right there, especially for a lot of games like... Coming at the end of this year. Yeah, and, and then, then it gets delaying. pushed back and pushed back. Yeah. But to be like, because you figure at, at five months out, they should be pretty, <clears throat> pretty, pretty solid. Wrapping it up. Of like, all right, we know where we're, Yeah, you know. If they have to delay it, it might be like, we're going to push it back a month to polish. Yeah. You know, but who knows? 
I remember um, Fallout 4 did the same thing mm-hmm. where it was like they announced it, uh, you know, and it was like, oh, shit, that's like this year that that I comes out. I got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it came out in November, mm-hmm. October and November. But yeah, um, that that was pretty much the, the major news. I mean, we got some trailers for like Mission Impossible and stuff like that, but nothing that was like. Oh shit! Like groundbreaking. This is a big announcement, you know. <laughs> Breaking news. This just in: Tom Cruise actually jumped off of that cliff on the motorbike. <laughs> like, yo, what? <laughs> on the real side note, real quick before we dive in, mm-hmm. I saw on it was Instagram. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like you're about to just tell me some horrendous shit? Fast X made like. Three hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I've also heard like nothing but garbage. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to see that. Yeah. And we just didn't. Mm. We just couldn't. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. They already made their money back for it. I bet. I don't know, man. How much do you think it costs to make that movie? You think they're in the billions? Billions? No, no, no. Seven point nine billion dollars <laughs> just for this one part. I did see that the John Wick franchise passed a billion dollars in the box office. Yo, yo, yo. Let's hear. How or a fast X budget? Fast X budget, a three hundred and forty million dollar budget, and then you got to double that for marketing. Mm. So nearly a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a basically a seven hundred million dollar film. That is insanity. Yeah, well, just to see Jason Momoa blow up the Vatican <laughs> with his arms outstretched as if he were Christ, <laughs> being crucified. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know, you know. Originally, I did write the Bible, and someone published it before me, and they got the rights to it. <laughs> yeah, they beat me to it. But sucks to suck. Cause I had the yeah. second one all written up, and uh, they don't have anything. So. so I'm shopping around the story of it, kind of like the social network. You know, <laughs> the people that stole the idea from me. <laughs> Coming for you, John and Matthew. You know, <laughs> whoever this King James fellow is. Yeah, it was this guy, huh? <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> All right. Bible 2 coming soon. (laughs) Bible 2 electric boogaloo. (laughs) Uh, Now, we are just going to do jumping right into Chris has gotten to catch up quite a bit on Jedi Survivor. Yes. Because his PS5 is up and running. (laughs) Yeah. You want to tell them that? I mean, yeah. So PS5 just took a shit hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I've already talked about Mm -hmm. that. So eventually I was like, all right, I got to take this to work with me. And then on my lunch, I ran over to Best Buy and. It was a sweating mess. It was a hot day outside, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm on it. You look like you just killed somebody in the parking lot for this PS5 and you're hoping to get some cash. So, <laughs> somebody needs to fix my son. I lost my receipt. I'm like, I purchased it here. And so they're like looking at it. scratching. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking this up and they're like, Do you have warranty on it? And I was like, uh, Of course I did. <laughs> I don't know if I did or not. I think I did. But so they're like, all right. And I was like, I got a game in there still. Make sure you get that out. <laughs> Whatever you fucking do. <laughs> That's a new Jedi Survivor. I don't care if you got to throw that shit on the floor. Get the disc. <laughs> I told them that. And they're like, well, we don't. I'm like, let me take this to the Geek Squad. But if they can't get it open, we're not really sure what to do. And I to throw it in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you fucking break it open. What are and you talking about? <laughs> and the lady was like, well, no, we can't do that because we have to send it back out for refurbishment. And I was like, well, my game's not going with it. So Yeah, we'll give it back. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw it down on the fucking floor. But so they're sitting there and they're. Uh, taking it back trying to get everything open and the ladies helped me and she's just like i'm just gonna give you a new one and i was like 
All right. I bet. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, and I didn't give her the controller back, so I got a free controller out of Suckers. it. Suckers. Which, you know, honestly, kind of a scam. <laughs> I scammed them hard. I'm a con artist. You know me. They <laughs> just infinite money glitch. <laughs> you just try to keep taking back PlayStation. I don't know what's happening, man. It just keeps breaking on me. But now, yeah, so I got that. And then. And it's like the library card. They're finally like, you owe us six controllers. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm pawning them off. I got a trench coat yeah, in yeah. the back alley. <laughs> I got what you want. Hey, try and buy some controllers. But, uh, and then literally I just sat down last night and <clears> just. <throat> What's the culmination of the Best Buy story? Oh, and they came back with the game. Mm-hmm. And they're like. <clears throat> so we plugged it in. <laughs> and we just turned, turned on. Turned on. Like, I was like. Say psych. And I was like, nah. And they're like, yeah. I'm not sure what was going on. And I was like, do you have my game? And they're like, yeah, here you go. And I ran before they could. You just speed away. <laughs> Rustled again. <laughs> speed walking out to You're my car. fucking pictures up at Best Buy. They're like, don't fucking stop. I'm blacklisted. Like, stop them from coming in. Don't fucking get all the controllers. I come in with a big phony stash. <laughs> my, my PS5 seems to be broken. <laughs> We just go in. I'm on your shoulders in a trench coat. <laughs> just ten feet just tall. A ten foot tall man. We're teetering. <laughs> yeah. Hello, sir. I'm a normal average man. Good. <laughs> Good day, ma'am. <laughs> I'm here for an exchange. So, uh, I figured you just start us on Jedi. We won't get too. Yeah, I'm not too far. You know? Yeah, and we won't get into too thick and gritty on it. Just, mm-hmm. just kind of an update of where we're at and like yeah. our thoughts on it so far. Because yeah. I mean, we haven't we've said like what what you've been thinking about. Yeah, you know, like we've been playing it a whole bunch, but we haven't really like given deep deep thoughts into it quite yeah. yet. I've been grinding the side content hard, <laughs> and you haven't been. No, because I tried to in the beginning, and you're like, "No, nah, man, just play the main story." So I'm not playing the main story. I have been doing a bunch of a uh, little bit of the side content though. We'll talk about it later, because one of my planets is almost done. Well, you're starting us about Jedi. Well, yeah, so did we want to go in depth of, like, chronological order, or since we're just kind of, like, spitting at it, like, some moments we wanted to share and stuff like that? Yeah. In Survivor, Yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, like, the whole concept, the whole the big bad guy isn't, are we just hopping right into spoilers for it, or are we, just, are we trying to keep it easy breezy? Fuck them, we'll spoil it. All right. So the main bad guy, to my knowledge, is uh, what's his name? Dan, Danny, Danny Reagan. What is it, David? Uh... David Spade. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> David Spade. Uh, no, it's Dar Dara Darna. D- yeah, Dingleberry. John Jacob Hingle Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I can't. So think John of it. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Schmidt. Is uh, when he was in the Bakta tank and he's like, yeah. in the what? The Bakta tank, the Bakta tank, Bakta, 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 the Bakta tank. He's in the Bakta tank, which <laughs> we did he's make in the spitting tobacco tank. I did make redneck cow, by the by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll have to post that picture. Yes, I mean, yes. we're not that we didn't invent the idea, no. they put a mullet in there and the extended stash. They had to know <laughs> you gotta throw the goatee on, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but so he's in the Bakta tank, and you're kind of like. Touching the touching up all on the tank, hmm? you heard me. And you, don't you just can, walk up and touch a man's tank. Oh, he was grabbing that tank. I mean, and getting all in the force and getting in his memories and kind of hmm. seeing what was going on. 
But then John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt was able to <laughs> not a sponsor was able to kind of realize you're not supposed you're not to supposed be here. fucking be here. Let me out. And so Cal's like, I bet. Yeah, big big fucking bet. <laughs> Let's him out, and he comes out, and he's like, oh, what happened? Yeah, and he's from the High Republic era. Yeah, and he's from he's old old yeah. man. Um, and then you get to straight up see him talk about this planet past the abyss, which is you yeah. know. A, and the Tantalor. Tantalor. And the short run of it is basically just a planet that's looks like it's through a black hole. Yeah, through like a nebula of sorts. And uh, it's untraceable. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a you know, nice place to hide from the Empire. Mm-hmm. And um, he starts to talk about how the council kind of shut that down. Yeah, and, for some you know, reason. Yeah, for whatever reason. I don't truly know yet. And then we get to see him make his... Uh, lightsaber bleed. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He, he. I just love how quick he's like. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna do real quick yeah. here. <laughs> make this thing red. And on the reel, I whooped his ass. Yeah, like hard. Like I. Yeah. I don't think I used a single stim. You'll fight him again. Oh, I'm sure I will. And yeah. he also only had one arm. Yeah. But I was like, am I about to beat this guy right now? And like, <laughs> just wrap it up. <laughs> credits. <laughs> yeah. Hang up the belt. You yeah. know. But uh. Now, alas, he uh, escapes with the, what's the butt pirate's name? Ravis. Ravis. And then they skedaddle, and we meet up with Seer, uh, Grease again, mm-hmm. uh, Marin. Yeah. Who, I just hit the scene where she was giving him a fat one on yeah, the lips. Yeah, and, and he bro. asked, he's like, was that for luck? And she's like, no, it's for That's me. for me. And, you're like, oh. and I was like, bro, and they made her dummy thick in this, bro. <laughs> I was looking at it. She's all bent up. I was, like I was looking at it. Like, I, I snuck a peek yeah, or three. I'm be lying if I said I wasn't. But man, yeah. And the uh, Sears little hideout. She's leaning up all on the counter, and I'm just you know just walking in casual, you know, all casual like. And I was like, caught me dead in my tracks. And I'm like, oh, my lord, who put that there? <laughs> Baby, that thing don't know how to quit. Um. Sam's been pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's my experience in Jedi so far. I uh, uh, fought a one-armed fat. man, and Marin has a big rumpus on her. <laughs> like she be cutting shit turds with that Yo, thing. Hey, he better chill out. <laughs> she could fucking slice bread with that thing. <laughs> no, um, ass was eating them pants. Fucking stop it. Yep. Did you uh, did you get through that section? Yeah, so we went up and we were going to save the pilgrims mm-hmm. uh, from. Well, what do you know? Yeah, pilgrim. <laughs> John Wayne. Is it me? <laughs> Is this John Wayne? Is this me? Who said that? <laughs> but yeah, we uh, there's this huge drill machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked pretty <clears throat> cool, and I was like. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of want to kill that thing. And, uh, and by golly, do. we do with uh, with Marin's help. Marin's help, and we get to kind of fly. Yeah, that was pretty cool, wasn't Which it? Which I hope we get that power, because it looked like she used a potion of sorts. Maybe, yeah. Cause Cause she, she, like, she uses witchcraft, you know. She had a potion. She opened it up and poured it you know, in a circle, yeah. and that's how you made that yeah. first portal. And she's like, how much do you trust me? And I don't I like, think we get that power. No. No. Unfortunate. I'm not gonna I mean, we got the dash. I'm not going to play the game anymore. We got the dash. Yeah, you can be dashing. You can be flying. Why don't we choose the latter? All right. But then, uh, so yeah, we... Uh, I really loved that sequence. Of like jumping. Of jumping through the portals and it shit. Was, and it was quick. Go, bah, bah, it was, bah, bah, bah. yeah. A lot was happening all at once. And I was like, it does, to a certain extent, feel like a movie. Like in just an interactive movie. Yeah. 
because some of the cutscenes are real it long. It was quick time eventy. But that, yeah, there. Well, <clears throat> a lot of it, I felt like it would cut to like gameplay animation mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of the jumps, and then as soon as you make it in the portal, uh, it would like kind of cut to like a cinematic animation. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it does feel like there's a lot of story behind it, which I like because I'm hoping that everything that we're seeing here, to an extent, is going to be canon. I mean, it is. Yeah. Um, like I figured when we see Cal, he'll probably have the hair that it started with and just a blue lightsaber. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's cool just to see all the crazy shit that he's, you know, doing, jumping through the portals and then yeah. fighting some of the, uh, new droids, which yeah. is something I want to talk about. Um, cause I did do a little bit of exploring yeah. around and I found an old separatist, what is it, those big brown droid carriers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you br- the top comes off and starts just dropping, dropping droids. droids. Yeah. And I was like, a, oh my God, that was, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, you fight, um, yeah, because the Bedlam Raiders, basically there's this planet that what uh, that is called Kobo, and that's where Seer has set up, or not Seer, um, Grease has set up shop. And opened his own little cantina in this little podunk town. Um, Pylon Saloon. Yeah, the Pylon Saloon. Named and, after uh, his grandmother. Yeah. Great grandmother. And you, uh, basically, over the course of the game, you, you kind of fix it up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, mostly just by inviting people there. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, hey, you should go check out the Pylon Saloon. But it is kind of cool to see it um, improve. Yeah. Because like, it looks cool. Yeah. And it's like got a really good feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, feels very Cantina ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the Bedlam Raiders are like the. The bad dudes on the on the block. Yeah. They're all working. <laughs> you what now? He said the Bedlam Raiders. Uh-huh. And I just yeah, the Bedlam Raiders are all working uh, for Ravis, I think maybe. Yeah, and yeah. then in turn, I guess now they're working for Dagan Gera. What's his name? Dagan Dingleberry Bear. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> uh, his name is also my name too, but. Um, <laughs> <Shut the fuck laughs> He no, they're all working for him. So they're the big baddies, and they're. Uh, but like, what are they working for? Because like, how does this man have money? Money. money. How? Money. How does he have money? Power. How? Force. Okay, Cal's got the force. <laughs> I guess he's fucking. <laughs> Cal got in the wrong fucking <laughs> yeah, business, my I man. Like, I'm gonna tell you, my dude. He woof. needs to be capitalizing on that. He could start a fucking you know crime syndicate and uh, make <laughs> money. It's true. I know. That's why I said it. So. Yeah. Yeah, the Bedlam Raiders just fucking are, are mean guys. But they have a bunch of Republic-era gear. I mean, droids, battle droids, things like that that they've, I guess, reprogrammed? Looks like it. Yeah, it seems that way because they're, like, loyal to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And they all got that paint on them and stuff like that. <laughs> they got that thing on them. Got, no, they got some things on them. Yeah. What's the, there's, like, the CX droids, which are, like, the real athletic ones. Those are the commandos. Commando yeah. droids. Yeah, not, not cool. Yeah, I don't like, uh, lately I feel like I've been struggling with, um, the, uh, Magna Guards, the ones that Grievous had. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> you can chop off their head and they'll still yeah. be able to function. They have those, but they're, like, big. And yeah, big those things and, are fucked up, dude. Dude, I, it's so, I just pull out my double, my, uh, not, <laughs> pull out my, get my blaster. I just start blasting. No, but I pull out my dual wield, mm-hmm. or my. Double ended, double ended saber. Yeah, and just I'll just start fucking spinning the fuck out of it. Palpatine them and just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah just, <laughs> yeah, just fuck them up. And then I'm like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do a force push real yeah. quick. <laughs> well, get the fuck off me. Some goddamn <laughs> fucking space. I think. Um, now, what do you think your favorite stance is, lightsaber wise? So I have all of them now. Okay. 
uh, honestly, the broadsword mm-hmm. is cool as fuck when you can get when the you, momentum going. I feel like a lot of the enemies are too fast for it. Yeah. Yeah. The I'd say the one... Any of the animals are way too quick for yeah. it. I mean, you, I just I can't use them on any of them. Maybe yeah. the red one that looks like a triceratops. Um, a triceratops. Uh-huh. I, I don't remember what the name of that one yeah, is, yeah. but that one's pretty slow, or at least you can dodge and then you know get enough momentum to get something right. going. That one's hard to use. The pistol, the blaster, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the blaster. It's it's good, but it's just. It doesn't do a lot of damage. No, I, I feel like it needs... <clears throat> I haven't done many upgrades on the that stance. No, I've been trying to balance everything out. I've Not been trying I. to you know, keep it all. I've been going, okay, here's the thing that I'm focusing in on. Well, I did focus on my double-ended saber. Yeah, that one I've got that one maxed out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've maxed that out, and I've maxed out my survival branch. Mm, okay. okay. Uh, I haven't done much with force. Um, I've done some stuff with force. My confusion's really high. And see, mine wasn't, but I started to up it, mm-hmm. um, and that really kind of made a major difference on one of the optional boss fights, um, where there have you have you been to the swamp? No, that's where I'm going now. Okay, in the swamp, there's an optional boss. You probably will have a better chance because your confusion. Excellent. Uh, because it's a mire. What'd you call? Them? You heard me. No, and and there's two of them, but one of them's the boss. What's and, a mire? Uh, the Fucking Yeti. Oh, duh. Yeah, that fuck you up. What are they called? Um, The Meyer's the name of the, the boss one, but I don't know what the... I like. want to call them uh, Banthas, but they're not the... Yeah, uh, they're not Banthas. Um, yeah, the Yeti's from Because uh, you fight one Because you fight one in the... Uh, I fought a couple of them, though. Yeah. Because I fought one uh, with like two snail people, uh-huh. and they're like, we should gamble. And I yeah. was like, you should gamble at the at saloon. The saloon, yeah. And they're like, like not big bad. Yeah. yeah. Have you met the DJ yet? Not yet, but the <laughs> stage is fixed. Yeah. Anyways, there's like I said, there's the the main like the boss, mm-hmm. and then just a, a default one. Mm-hmm. I confused the default one and let it. Oh, excuse me, and let it just fuck up the boss a bit before it got killed, and then I just had to survive long enough to kill it. Yeah, and it worked. That's how I've gotten to have... I have 11 stims. I've got six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm creeping up there. I yeah. literally only had three, and I've yeah. just been grinding. Like yeah. Every so often, I'm like, stimmy, yeah. stimmy, stimmy. Yeah. Give it to me. And because I am playing on a harder difficulty, I do find myself still going, oh, damn, I better rest soon. You know, I'm getting low on stims. Yeah. I... <clears throat> man, I feel like when I come into any boss that's bigger than me, yeah. I'm... I'm running out of stems. Yeah, yeah, I'm you're like, burning through them. Yeah, I yeah, you burn through those things like hotcakes. So I've, she got me sweating like a whore in church. I'm gonna give you vague description of a of a boss that I'm at right now. Okay, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just it's actually Darth Maul. No, and you're like what? No, it's it's Ravis. The uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna Dude. give you a vague description. It's Ravis. Well, I mean, Ravis. You, know, you you figured you would fight him. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I am fighting him at this point, and not not cool. Um, mm. He's a two, at least two phase boss, as far as I know. And uh, I was like, I beat him, and I had like <laughs> no stims left, and I was like, oh, that was my first try, too. <laughs> Almost I started, too easy. Yeah, I gloated. You know, I was like, man, that was tough. Like I got through it with eleven stims, 
but I got him on my first try, Morgan, and she's like, good job, baby, and then she's like, pat me on the shoulder, and then he just like, the it, it phases out of the cutscene back into combat with like a different, you know, now he's changed mm-hmm. a little, and I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, huh? and he just one tapped me, and I'm like, fuck, and it doesn't save there. Oh, so you have to make it through you gotta both kill phases, him, and so now I'm like, all right, now I got to be like much more judicious with yeah. my stimming, conservative. Yeah, and I that I almost cried. I just quit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to fucking stop for the night because there's a frog called the spawn. What was the it? spawn of Ogdebogda, dude? Because you fight Ogdebogda in the first one. Yeah, on that first planet that you which get to, I remember was one was of tough the, as fuck. Yeah, one of the harder uh, animals to kill. Yeah. And the spawn's got like a bunch of rocks and moss on its back. It's mm. huge. And it's fucking mean. Dude, I mean, every attack is, uh, you know, when they, they'll glow red. Yeah. And when they glow you red, you, you have to dodge them. Yeah, you can't block it. And every move it does, like, is you pretty can't much red. block. Yeah. And like the big, a big part of trying to knock their shield down is to parry. Is to parry. And yeah. that's what I've been getting so good at is parrying. And so now, like, now I just like, can't. Fuck, I can't. And it's like, holy <clears throat> shit, and my blaster doesn't do fucking dig. No. It's like throwing a napkin at his face, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Just go, hey, stop it. He fucking sticks his tongue out at me and... Eat you. Damn near, bro. Takes chomps one, you down. One big chomp, and I'm out. I remember I had to stand up. <laughs> like, I had to be like, shut the fuck up. Stop yeah. talking to me. Yeah. I need to focus Gotta lock up. it in here. Yeah, when that's for me, that's when I get nude. I should have. I'll be playing and I'll be like, I gotta get naked. I should have. Um, Maybe I could have beaten him because I got close. I didn't. I, I did, but I also didn't like. I I tried like maybe five times and was like, yeah, this well, is, I can see where this is going, and I, I'm not emotionally prepared for it. I gave it like nine tries. Yeah, I did I not stop, but there was a method to it that I was like, I think I, I got I'm it. getting it. Yeah, I would go up and there's a bunch of drawers. So it's a trap door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That drops open, <laughs> and what kind of lures you in is there's a uh, currency. Yeah. On the, and you kind of walk over and pick it up and then the doors open and you fall in. You can jump away. <clears throat> you can. Yeah. Because I tried. You can when it drops, you can dump jump, double jump, dash and then shoot him with your blaster. But then you run out of bullets. Yeah. After a certain while. Right. But I didn't have the dash when I first encountered him. Oh, okay. You know, when I fall in, I made sure that as many droids fell in with me as possible, and then so I just he distracts them, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Yep, and I just sit back for a bit, and then again I just started palpitating the piss out of him, hitting Stimmy every five yeah. seconds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he just kept killing me. I was like, <laughs> and I mean, I, he killed me, so I died. So yeah. like my XP was down there. Yeah, and you're like, and I so gotta go back. I gotta go back and get it. And yeah. then I saw that there's a chest down there where it's like one of the big golden, yeah, golden ones. ones that's gonna give you like. And something I, yeah or something good yeah and so i'm like man i gotta keep going and i i, I had to call it quits and i left my xp there and i was like yeah, yeah it's, it's a fucking lost cause yeah it's gone man whatever get off me man don't touch don't, <laughs> don't fucking don't talk fucking to me look at me right don't now. you need to get out of the room. don't even say my name right <laughs> um mm-hmm. i do like how open kobo is yeah and as i'm progressing i appreciate the way they've like drip feed you new areas to conquer yeah of like okay now i can do this section like you were getting frustrated that you got to kobo and couldn't do everything yeah and which makes no sense because you played the first game yeah and know that there's areas that you have to come back to yeah kobo is like you you keep coming back to kobo yeah are you feeling that now where you're like okay now i can go do that yeah yeah, I just hit a point. Well, I'm trying to stay a little focused on the main story right mm-hmm. now, but I feel like the next time I come back to Kobo, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to 
burn through. Because are you are you on Jetta or are you at Kobo now? I'm on Jetta. Okay. Yeah, I'm and back. You're getting ready to go back to Kobo. Yeah. Uh, no, I just left Kobo. Back to Jetta. And did all the pilgrimage stuff with the saving the, no, the, I, the I, data and from the drill? I am back at Kobo. Yeah, I was going to say, you yeah. should be back at Kobo. Yeah, because we talked to Seer, and Seer's like, I'm not coming with you. But Marin was like... Marin's like, I'll fucking ride with you. And you're like, I bet you I would. I bet you fucking would, baby. <laughs> you're lucky for you, I'm a fucking two-seater. You... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you just say shit. I do. That's what I like about you. So... <laughs> It's one of your what perks. If, what if I had just said that's what I don't like about that's what you? I hate about you. That's one of the things I dislike the most. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I don't know, man. What uh, what else you want to talk about with Jedi? <clears throat> I'm kind of letting you lead it on because I don't want to like oh, spoil it for you. Wow, that's pretty Knock embarrassing that your voice Knock just cracked like off. that. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a man. One of my favorite things. Now, one of my favorite things, uh, or I, I should say, least favorite things was whatever that. Sand monster is the oh, little yeah, where scorpion. You have to, like, stay up on the uh, the, the rocks. Well, uh, yeah, technically him, them. I should yeah. say, but uh, they'll come out of the sand and you, you'll fight them. And they, they're like scorpions, but they got yeah. one big one arm, big fucking claw, dude. You just can't shoot them. Like, nah. boom, 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 boom. dude, those things are scary. Yeah, I look at those. I'm like, those are cool looking, cool looking aliens. In the cantina or the saloon, yeah, uh, we find cash cage yeah, yeah yeah who is the same species as kit fisto yeah i want to know more about that do we know more because i mean kit fisto's species you don't see too too often so i mean they don't get into it of like is she related to or nothing like that no, i don't think but she is she is in like the bounty hunter stuff oh yeah oh yeah no i'm i went over to her and i was like give me all the fucking bounty hunter shit you yeah, got. yeah um i got a bunch of scrolls i think i got 13 scrolls yeah and there's I don't not know that much good shit in jetta to I buy say, i don't know what to do with them. so there's a store in the in the jetta like sanctuary oh, okay but there's not that much good shit there i'll level with you Mine. i mean i'll just buy everything because i yeah. got shit now. i think it i think it's mostly um if i'm recalling if i recollect correctly um it's mostly uh lightsaber pieces but I'm not like as I love how much customization there is for like the saber and the blaster mm-hmm. and all that. You don't really see it. Oh, I'm always customizing that shit. Yeah, are you? Oh, yeah. I stopped. I got mine. It's like a uh, a dark wood oak color. Uh-huh. Um, but the handle has like a. Uh, I just got a material that was called bumpy rubber, and I was like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, that's what they called me in high school. Yeah, <laughs> bumpy rubber. Bumpy rubber. Um. <laughs> Bumpy rubber, I barely know her. <laughs> but uh yeah, and the middle's all like golden and it's like uh it looks like kind of old old republic era. Okay. okay. And it looks pretty pretty dope. And then my BD units all he's like uh Coruscant black and black gray. And he's got that gold accent on him. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, oh he's looking good. Yeah. yeah. And then a little too good. <laughs> Cal, I got running ta- uh, the tactical top. Okay. Um, and he's got. I mean, I'm able to change colors now. Yeah. And it's like a almost like a yellow. Yeah. And then I have uh, the commander pants. Okay. And they got like the knee pads on them and shit like that. He looks pretty good. He looks like a warrior right now. Yeah. I got him in a warrior arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a warrior arc. Mm-hmm. I've got my guy uh, Cal. Naked Cal. in the yeah. buff nude. Just as nude as can be. 
He's as bare as the day as mommy birthed him. Um, <laughs> no, I've got him with the swept back hair and the fucking... Uh, He's got the undercut right now, my cow. Your cow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when I put him in the undercut, I had him in, uh, in the, the jacket. I got the, what is it, the one where he's got the handkerchief on it, and it's like a, a little vest, and it's like got oh, yeah, the yeah. shoulder pads on it. I yeah. like that one. I think that one looks pretty cool. Yeah. But now, right now, I've got Cal wearing just like, I think it's called the, maybe the Wanderer shirt, oh, where he's got the, the wraps the, on his hands. In the bag? No, that's the jacket. Oh, I like that one, too. But so the shirt, he's just wearing like a, a textured, like three-quarter length sleeve, mm-hmm. and he's got wraps around his wrists yeah and i remember his you showing me that one yeah um and so i've just got him with that and then like some bandoliers on him mm-hmm. and he looked kind of kind of like he's just out exploring and ready to fight yeah you know kind of rough and tumble I, don't know, I like that but uh they added jedi mind tricks oh uh, yeah yeah uh, they do them like stop or a slow slow time thing where it'll give you the option of what yeah prompt. like which yeah which prompt to choose i always i ch- chose for both of the ones i had to be peaceful about it uh-huh. and like not try to disrupt them, but just to have them let me in. Yeah. Um, and both of them worked. So I'm not sure if it's one of those where it may work or it may not work. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't had it fail before. But I am I'm curious to see what more it goes into. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all I've got about yeah. Jedi. I mean, I don't, um, so far I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I am too. I, I've been... I'm been grinding hard. My white, my my white saber. My white. <laughs> my white saber is. Um, my white saber. My lightsaber is white. Same. Um, I had it f- at orange for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I was like, white just looks cooler. Yeah, it does. Like it's just the coolest one. Like I, I set it to white as soon as I could, and then just haven't changed it. Yeah. No, like it's just it's too cool. Now if they had a, uh, you could do like a black saber. Black. The dark saber. That w- I'd have that. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Who has the dark saber at this point, timeline wise? Would Mandal- it be Moff Gideon? Could be. I'd say either between Moff Gideon or Mandal or uh, well, Din it wouldn't Djarin. be Din Djarin. That all takes place after the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So and this is nine years before the Battle of Yavin, so same time as like Obi Wan. Moff Gideon, man. Probably Moff Gideon. Yeah. yeah. Just see him show up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. No, no spoilers. You fight Moff Gideon you, at the end. Yeah, Moff. <laughs> Did we ever tell them about that? No, we're gonna keep it that way. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it with that kind of stress. All right. Um, man, that's about all I have for <laughs> just. Uh, I was trying to think of anything else, but I'm excited to keep playing it and yeah. Try. I'm gonna try to beat it as soon as I can. Yeah. So I want to play the new game plus because I want to try to try out that blaster. Yeah. And same with the the cross guard, the yeah. broadsword. I want to yeah. try to get good at that one. Get good, get you good. know. We read comics. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I read. You read your your Kong of Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Kong got a big dong, you know. Mm-hmm. Dong of Skull Island. <laughs> Emphasis of skull. <laughs> Emphasis on dong. Emphasis on dong. The dong be donging. No. <laughs> and then I read East of West, oh. which is an image comic. Why don't you go ahead and go for it? You want it? me to start? Yeah. I feel so privileged. So, <laughs> the hard eye roll. Oh, gee, brother. Here we go. Uh, so this is by Jonathan Hickman. Uh, hmm. You heard me, Jonathan Hickman. I want to read you the synopses here. Yeah. I've only read the first volume so far. I'm enjoying it. Yep. So this is the world. It is not the one we wanted, but it is the one we deserved. The four horsemen of the apocalypse roam the earth, signaling the end times for humanity and our best hope for life. 
lies in death. Mm. So basically, the American Civil War never ended. A word? Yeah, and this is like a far future mm-hmm. um, with like, you know, full mech suits and things like that. Um, you know, like hover bikes, shit yeah, like that. Yeah. But yeah, the American Civil War never ended. It split up into like seven nations. Holy shit. Um, and there's like some interesting ones. Uh, there's one that's like the Free State of Texas or the Free Nation of Texas. What nation would you join? Fire Nation. And then there's uh, uh, the New Orleans, whatever they're called. I don't remember what the full um, you know, name of their, their country was. But so the, the country's just you know broken up into all these different segments. Including like New Shanghai, which is like San Francisco mm. Bay Area, yeah. um, and it is like somewhat post-apocalyptic. Where like mm. outside of some of the cities, it just doesn't look great. Mm. You know where it's been war torn and whatever. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> for some reason, this uh, you know because I'm still kind of gathering back uh, background on, on some of the people and things like that. Yeah. But each nation had like a chosen mm-hmm. that they sent forward to be part of this like. <laughs> round table of sorts sure and basically there's like a religious movement where somebody predicted that the apocalypse would come and it seems to be and they are aiding in the apocalypse they want it to happen as like a religious like oh yes you know and the four horsemen of the apocalypse are real and have arrived oh fuck and that all seems to have taken place is somewhere in the past of, of where the story picks up because we're following death and he just, he kind of looks like a cowboy. Like, it, there is, it is very much, like, Western feeling. Ooh. Western comics are always cool. Yeah. Always pretty. Yeah. Uh, where he's, like, the lone gunslinger, you know, and he's wandering. And the, the the Chosen seemed to have taken his wife, and I think he assumes killed her. Okay. Um, and so now he, like, wants revenge on them. Naturally. He's not aiding in the apocalypse like he's supposed to. Right? And so basically, like, you know, he's delaying the apocalypse by mm-hmm. not being one of the four horsemen. Yeah. Um, and instead, he's got like the seven people's names on a list and is going to hunt them down and kill them. Nice. And there is some good like, I'm sure they had fun writing that line. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, where like, cool because one-liners. he is death, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's times where like somebody says, well, I guess it was inevitable. You know what I mean? And he's like, inevitable. I like that. I am, you know? And you know, like somebody asks a question of some of the effect of like, What's the point in chasing people down who are going to find their way back to you anyways? And he says something to the effect of basically like, I wanted to see him sooner, you know? <laughs> and you're like, my God. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they all... Yeah, death's itching yeah, for him. they all meet him, you know? and uh, Meet their maker. Yep. And, uh, like, the part where I'm at, it seems like he's getting ready to face down an army. <laughs> and, and he's... He's pretty, got that big iron on And he's pretty confident. Yeah. You know, I want to try and pull up... I, uh, I like those odds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seven to one. I like those odds. I want to try and find a yeah. But there is like some weird fantasy elements to it, um, and like some mysticism and things like that. And I've only vaguely seen the three, the other three horsemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, that's the spot where he says, "Notable, I like that." You know, mm. and he is just full white and wears like a long coat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh, let me let me back up here. Uh, but no, I mean back so, it up. Back up, Terry. What Put are you doing, Terry? Put her in reverse, Terry. Uh, but now, and like he's he's got these two followers, and we've just discovered that his wife is in fact not dead, but has just been kidnapped. Oh. And it seems like he's rolling up on where she's being kept, and that's why I said it seems like he's getting ready to face down an army because they're all kind of like, yeah, we don't want him to get her because then we don't really have any uh, 
any leverage. Right. Right. Um, and like somebody sent out, you know, all right, we're going to go ahead and send out the white flag and see. Uh, <laughs> see yeah, here, this is the, the frame that I stopped on. The guy that was sent out with the white flag to, uh, you know, hey, we uh, we surrender. Yeah. <laughs> we surrender. And death has rode up on a horse. Oh, my God. And is God. staring the man down <laughs> as he's on his knees with the white flag. <laughs> Jesus. And death says, the great wall is coming down and my judgment will follow shortly. Yeah, ain't, ain't no ain't no white flag. <laughs> no, because he rolled up on New Shanghai and they've just built a massive wall around the capital city. Mm-hmm. And and he's gonna tear down the wall, you know. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm I'm into this. I told Morgan because there seems to be a, a theme with me of like, I'll read a comic. Like I, I haven't finished Sex Criminals, you know. We're all like, read a comic for the for the podcast and be like, I really like this. I think I'll keep yeah. reading it. And I just I I lose it and I don't yeah. don't find the passion of the time or whatever. Right. I I really feel like I'll keep reading this one. Oh, okay. Just because I like the concept, and so far I like the the energy that it brings of like that, you know, like I said, just that there's, there's some good, yeah, there's some good Western vibes, and just the the weight of <laughs> we are being pursued by act like death, death. the man, you yeah. know, <laughs> the myth, the, the legend, legend. <laughs> the White Rider, you know, and uh, Scott Sterling, <laughs> and, and no, and it's it's pretty cool, and there is I did find myself doing some like I'm not fully following this, uh, you know, like where there'd be some back and forth and of some of that like high concept fantasy stuff of like I said of like the seven chosen and yeah. they're all talking about where they're from and all that and I'm like I don't they've kind of lost me a little bit but I'm going to keep keep reading keep, keep pushing through yeah. and I feel like it'll it'll all pick up for me um where I, you know I, I see them again and they come up again and things like that and I'll, I'll I'll follow back along but so far I'm enjoying it love the art style of just it looks cool yeah, it's very. We'll have um, to post a picture of uh, uh, both both the <coughs> comics that we're reading on yeah. our, our socials. And I wanted to show you the cover of it because uh, it's very minimal. It like kind of reminds me of like a VHS cover of a mm-hmm. uh, western. Oh yeah, East West. East of West. You know, that looks pretty. Good. It looks like a Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and I do wonder if that was intentional. You know, but like I said, it's written by Hickman. Um, I was trying to see who the art was by because I really, really like the art. Nick Dragata must mm-hmm. be the, the artist. Nick Dragata and Frank Martin. Frank Martin. I smoked yeah. pot with Frank Martin. No, he didn't. <laughs> it was me. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> what is it? it was me and Sloan, or it was him and Sloan Kettering, and we were blazing that <laughs> shit up, up every, every day. day. But uh, but yeah, no, so check it out. It's on Comixology. Um, if you can find it elsewhere, I'd probably find it elsewhere, because mm-hmm. we don't support <laughs> Jeff Bezos, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what'd you read? Uh, I read Kong of Skull Island. Yeah. Uh, it was purchased at a local comic shop that I yeah. went to, um, which I've, I've been meaning to go there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally went in. Cool little place. Yeah. Right. Uh, they sell like pop figurines. They got like a little section for like people who play like magic and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But then, yeah, just the, the big portion yeah, of it is just, just a bunch of comic books. Yeah. Um, so I got this one and I'll read you. Well, it was written by James Asmus and Carlo Magno, okay. um, who it looks like could have just been, I'm not saying the original, but maybe a spinoff series. looks like Carlos Magno did write Planet of the Apes and made a comic book. Oh, it. okay. Yeah. Um, so this is here. Uh, this one's in the very beginning. The synopsis is um, two fractured and uh, combative civilizations are forced to unite when their islands are destroyed. Washing up on the shores of Skull Island, they must defend their people against the endless horde of dinosaurs and monsters. With the help of Kong, lies hope for survival. Okay. 
So jumping right in, it does kind of just spit you in, yeah. which I really liked. Yeah. And basically, Kong are not rare. Okay. Both of these civilizations have their own Kongs. Okay. And I think it was like they each had two each. And the civilizations were... Timeline-wise, what are we looking at? Like, is this... Ancient. Okay. And, like, the, no techno... I mean, lights yeah. aren't a thing. I mean, they're still using sticks. Yeah. Um, but so, but they're able to kind of take care of these Kong and yeah. they're like, you guys are rulers and we'll serve you if right. you protect us. King Kong. Yeah. And, uh, these two civilizations kind of get together every so often and their Kongs will fight mm-hmm. for dominance. And they're like, you know, when, when they're explaining it, they're like, sure, there are gods. They're still animals. Yeah. And so, but they just know when to release that animal instinct right. when, when we have these so on competitions yeah. of like who's stronger and right. when that happens you know typically more money is get sent to that civilization right or what forth and so they're having this competition and on their way back a big storm hits because they're like it's a, about a quarter day of a, a sail to go back from like basically their thunderdome yeah. uh, to their civilizations and they crash land on skull island yeah i mean and right off rip uh, you know what happens is like a giant fish bumps into the boat, knocks everybody off, both yeah. the Kongs. I mean, everyone's in the water. Yeah, and this fish is just eating, eating people. people, like yeah. left and right. And he tries to chomp on Kong, <clears throat> and Kong snaps the fucking yeah, jaw, opens up the jaw, and like snaps his neck, throws him in the water. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Get to the land! It's got to <laughs> be safer up there." And the people are up on the land, like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" <laughs> dinosaurs and the dinosaurs here. just, <laughs> yeah, you know, just snapping people up. And then Kong ends up like, <laughs> yeah, trying to hustle <laughs> yeah, in. And he comes in and starts just beating the pit. I mean, in this one, Kong did not lose. Yeah, he won by a landslide. Yeah, he came in and was just fucking shit up. Yeah, and like it was cool to see the Kongs didn't work together. Sure, but they didn't. Like there was one where like it looked like a Kong was fighting a dinosaur and it pushed it off and the other Kong like used that dinosaur to pick it up and throw it at another monster. Yeah. So I mean they're yeah, they're I mean, not working together but they're not working against each yeah, other. Yeah, they're they're cohabitating. Right. Yeah. Um and then from there, I mean it, it, that is it's just one long battle. That, yeah. that is, is the whole volume of it. Yeah. Um and so later on they're trying to like recoup of everything like where the fuck are we yeah. for one uh, and then they kind of realize that okay, we are on Skull Island. And two of the Kongs die. Yeah. They're just gone. I think they died in the ocean. Right, yeah. Like they you they just, never made a land. Yeah. yeah. Or they and, might pop up later. Which is what I'm thinking. Yeah. But at this point, they did deem uh, this King Kong, you know, the yeah. Kong we all know, as uh, the, the strongest. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the he does have one caretaker. Mm-hmm. And it's you never know her name because again they're all kind of like uh, not pilgrims but natives. Yeah, right. And so uh, she just kind of takes care of him, and you do see like a softer side of him of Kong when like yeah. she's taking care of him, and like she brings children over, and children give like offerings and stuff right. like that, and he takes them and he stuff. just eats them, and he I, he eats the kids <laughs> hard. Yeah, like fucking sour patch kids. <laughs> he gets he's, sour he's sweet got him, Yeah, he's got them stuck in his teeth and shit. But it was cool to see. <laughs> But then the the volume ends with them trying to rebuild their boat to get off Skull Island and hope for survival. And there, I mean, there were there was like it was a colony, man. Right, I yeah. mean, it's down to maybe ten people. Jesus, you know, and it's just 
what do you do? Right, yeah. How do you come, you don't come back from that? <laughs> and you just got this big gorilla who like, kinda like is your god, and you're yeah. like, we're gonna serve you. But also, if we piss you off, you you could just kill us, kill us in an instant. So yeah. they're like, we gotta get this fucking boat fixed. <laughs> yeah, this man's bananas are <laughs> on the island, and yeah. we gotta go get. We them. gotta go get those bananas. Boys getting hungry. Yeah, here soon we're all gonna look like we got a peel on us. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna put the squeeze on us. Yeah, but I mean, it's good. It was. Uh, the the illustration was done by Brad Simpson, but I mean it's a thick comic book. You know yeah. there was four chapters in it all together, and it was yeah. a pretty lengthy read. Um, but when it did, I will say a large majority of it was just pictures because it was just sure, fight it was scenes. combat. Yeah, but I mean it was cool. But it and looks like the art's pretty. Y- you look pretty at it detailed, for a yeah, and I think that's important in a in a like you said like a quote unquote silent comic. Yeah, but like yeah, where that's like damn near full mm-hmm. two pages of art. And like yeah, this is when everyone yeah broke out. Oh <laughs> fuck, everyone's running. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean it's it's good shit. Yeah, it's good shit. But yeah, I'm excited. I don't know if the second volume's out already. When was the release of this one? 2017. So so yeah, I'm yeah, sure the pride bunch. But I would like to maybe you know keep going there buying a buying a couple more. It was yeah. it was a good read. So it's a 12 issue comic book series. Well, that's not that many. Mm-mm. That'd be yeah, a cool little collection. Three volumes, yeah. yeah. That'd be a cool little collection. I I always I think there's ten volumes of um, East of West, and I think I've mentioned it pretty much every time that we do comics. That is my favorite kind of comic, is one that has a beginning and an end. end. Oh yeah, I like that. Fight, and then people are praying, yeah, like right at them. Yeah, well, I think that's the cool the shit out of each other. That's the coolest fucking thing I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, we'll be posting <clears throat> pictures of everything on on the socials for you guys. Yeah, but yeah, if you can get a comic that has a beginning and an end, that's perfect because you know that you're getting into something that you can finish. Yeah, because that's one of my biggest gripes about superhero comics. A lot of times is, is that it's like, first of all, there's so many of them, and you're like, which run do I read? Yeah, where do is I there start? like prerequisites to mm-hmm. it? You know, mm-hmm. to understand the you know the Amazing Spider-Man that started in 2017 you have to have read the you know the spectacular spider-man issues 27 right. through 13 you know through 32 when you're like, like a fucking headache i don't you know i don't want to have footnotes to know what's happening so right. you're gonna have something all self-contained that's awesome yeah but uh what you been thinking about well did you have anything else you wanted to add to the no comic book? um and honestly i mean <laughs> my comics and my jedi like that's all i've been doing yeah. i didn't really have a what I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's yeah, what, what, what you got. I think what you meant to say is, Welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. This week. Huh? Well, I'm listening. Oh. Give me a dirty-ass fucking look. No, I thought I saw somebody at the door. Mm-hmm. You're capping. Huh. I feel like I saw a face. It's all cap. Just keep going. Uh, Did that no. give you boost, goosebumps? No, not really. You can try. So this week, we're actually going to be talking about uh, Bob Lazar, if you're familiar with him at all. I'm not. So Bob Lazar was... Um, he's a com- conspiracy theorist and a physicist who claims he was hired in the 1980s to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology. Okay. And I know it kind of sounds like hokey-dokey, and like there's a lot of people that says it's a hoax... This man gets in some pretty hard specifics that I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about. Yeah. 
So he came out and he said that he worked specifically in a secret site called S4. It was a subsidiary installation allegedly located several kilometers south of uh, Area 51 Air Force Base. Yeah. He said that uh, the alien craft that the U.S. government briefing documents described was an alien involvement in human affairs over the past thousand years. Okay. I was like, okay, that's... A thousand years is a long time, but yeah. I don't think So we're that's, getting into some ancient alien stuff? It doesn't seem like it, because that's the only time he mentions anything in the past. Yeah. But he says, like, from when he was there, that's how far back the records went, is okay. for about a thousand years. Yeah. And I was like, that seems a little... A lot. Like, yeah. that, that's a long time, but also, yeah. we've been documenting stuff longer than that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um... But then he says his claims... My dad's going to eat this shit up. Yeah? Yeah, my dad's a big ancient aliens guy. <laughs> his claims brought additional public uh, attention to Area 51 fueled conspiracy theorists. And that's when the hoax started to come out that, you know, as soon as he started to get a following, everyone was like, oh, he's a hoax, it's not real. In 1982, Lazar worked as a technician for a contractor company, provided support staff in the Los uh, Alamos physics facility. Uh-huh within the Los Alamos National Laboratory. Um, but that the thing is, is Los Alamos National Laboratory bankrupted in 1986, where he did, described himself as self-employed at that point, still making money, yeah. undocumented. Right, so he's getting his money from somewhere. Somewhere. Someone's paying him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then... Probably the Russians. Could be. <laughs> But so one of the things I did want to talk about real quick before I start getting into that is Bob Lazar came out and like he has schematics and I'll, again I'll probably be posting stuff that I have on some of the socials uh, yeah. to talk about it. But he's got like schematics of what he's worked on. He's I mean to the T. Like I'll yeah, be talking he's got about receipts. Yeah, he's got a lot of receipts and people are saying it's hoax and the government's pretty quiet. I haven't seen anything of what the government's been saying to this guy. No. <laughs> Lazar claims to be a physicist and to have worked in this capacity during the tenor of the Los, Al- Los Alamos M- Messin Physics Facility. Holy shit. Oof. He was interviewed by a local journalist who um, was interested in the jet-powered cars in 1982 yeah. that he was working on. Since 1987, Lazar has achieved public... Nor- Notoriety. Bingo. Uh, as an Area 51 theorist, uh, in May of that year of 1989, he appeared, appeared on an interview in, with an investigative reporter, George Knapp, on Las Vegas TV station KLAS under the pseudonym Dennis, with his face hidden, to discuss his... Um, yeah, I'm Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> I am Dennis. <laughs> uh, during his employment at, quote-unquote, S4. He claims that the said facility was adjacent to the Papoose Lake, which is located south of the main Area 51 facility at Groom Lake. I know he, where the Papoose is. That's what I'm saying. It took me forever to fucking find yeah. that shit, but I did. And it is wet. It is a wet lake. Mm-hmm. He claimed that, <laughs> he claimed that uh, most of where he worked consisted of a concealed aircraft, concealed aircraft hangars that were built into the mountainside. Yeah. Lazar said that his main focus of his job was to be re- to reverse engineer uh, one of the nine flying saucers that he was given. Yeah. So basically, they said, "Listen, you're good at reverse engineering. Yeah. We're going to give you nine. Try to fuck with any of them. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so you can't work your way backwards and tell us how this thing works. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> he claims that one of the flying saucers he'd coined the sport model, which was a manufactured of a metallic substance similar in the appearance to touch liquid titanium. Okay. Uh, it was a subsequent interview when he came out and said that without the government's permission. Word. Man's got fucking balls on him just to be like, yeah. hey, you want me to work on that for you? So guess what I'm fucking working on? Yeah. CNN. Lazar, in 1989, appeared unmasked under his own name for that specific interview. So that's was separate from his Dennis yeah. uh, persona. <laughs> My name is Dennis. <laughs> Lazar had claimed that the propulsion of the studied vehicle ran on an antimatter reactor and was fueled by, chem- by a chemical element... Uh, with the atomic number 115, E115, which at the time was not a real, or was an unnamed ele- element, and I think it was named during the time, Unpenitum? Unobtainium. 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 Yeah, unobtainium. Shut up. Uh, and had not yet been uh, artificially created uh, until 2003 when it was synthesized into Moscovium. Um, he said that the propulsion system relied on the stable isotope of E-115, which alleg- allegedly generates the gravity wave that allowed the vehicle to fly and evade uh, visual detection by bending light around it. No stable isotopes of Moscovium have yet been synthesized. Uh, all have proven extremely, because it's all been extremely radioactive and has decayed in a few hundred milliseconds. Yeah, to the point just where it's rapidly. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't, can't use it. it. Yeah. Lazar said the craft was dismantled and the reactor he had studied was topped by a sphere or a semi-sphere, which emitted a force field capable of repulsing human flesh. He explained that the craft was split into two main levels. The reactor was positioned at the center of the top upper level with an an antenna extending to the top, surrounded by three gravity amplifiers. These connected to gravity emitters on the lower level, which can rotate 180 degrees to output a gravity beam or an anti-gravity wave, and the craft would, would then travel belly first into this uh, distortion field. That's a lot, but I mean, <clears throat> going through, I don't know about you, I think I have a pretty creative imagination. It helped me a lot in middle school. phone dies on you yeah you gotta come up with something something like this is very specific stuff sure and the fact that he's pulling like elements and like at the time weren't real and in 2003 they're like yeah this is a real element granted we can't do anything with it because it decays too fast because of how radioactive it is but i mean there's something there that the fact that he's calling that shit out 20 years in the past no you know that's I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Have you heard of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien? That sounds familiar. Yeah, shit. He wrote The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And The Hobbit. Yeah. And The yeah. Silmarillion, which has... is Literally, The Silmarillion is basically just a book about, here's all the excess shit I came up with to flesh out this world. Mm-hmm. My point is, J.R.R. Tolkien invented a whole world <laughs> with its own language yeah, and which stuff you can like study that. in college now. Yeah, like, so I see what you're saying of, man, this guy's really, he's more creative than me. But that's not, like, proof of anything. Does that mean that Middle Earth is real? Could be. You know, because J.R.R. Tolkien gave so much de- you know, detail. I'd be it. I'd believe it. Hands it, down. <laughs> Give me a ticket. I think it says more about you than you the validity of these. <laughs> what are you trying saying to say? you're gullible. 
He said while walking down the hallway at S4, he briefly glanced through the door and window and saw what he had interpreted as two men in lab coats facing down and talking to something small with long arms. Three decades later, he said he did not <clears throat> he did not think he saw an alien, but speculated that he saw a doll used as reference for the size of the alleged aliens used in the cockpits. He said cock? Cock. Um, and he said that the what the scientists had called and gave a nickname for this alien was the kids. <laughs> you know, grab the kids, will you? Yeah, get the kids, huh? Uh, Lazar alleges that his employment and education records have been erased. However, skeptics Donald R. Proethero um, and Timothy D. Callahan find <clears throat> to be implausible. His story has drawn significant media attention, controversy, and supporters uh, and detractors. Lazar has no evidence for alien life or technology. It's all just him saying he saw it. Sure. He's a big ol'. No, 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 trust me. If it's all fake, then tell me why in 2017 Lazar's workplace was raided by the FBI and local police, which Lazar theorizes he had recovered Element 115, a substance he says would look that he had regenerated from a government lab. Re- uh, records obtained through a freedom of information request show that the raid was part of a murder investigation to determine whether his company sold thallium uh, to a murder suspect in Michigan. Lazar is not listed as a suspect in the investigation. Okay. So why the fuck did they raid him? If they, he's got nothing... They, if he's got did nothing... Did they raid him or did they raid his company? They raided him. No, no, read that whole thing again. In 2017, Lazar's workspace was raided by the FBI. His workspace. Mm-hmm. They weren't investigating him. They were investigating his company. Sure. Which is where he works. That's what they want. That's what they want <laughs> so, you to think, man. Right? No, it's yeah. And then he went, "Look at this. The FBI were in the same place as me because I am right." But if he's got nothing to do with it, and he's like, "But actually, I have made, uh, you know, Element One One Five. Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, you can't have that. We're going to take that from you." Right. But that's got nothing to do with the investigation that they're doing with. Right. But they didn't go there to do that. He's saying they did. <clears throat> Right. But, like, no, of course they're not going to say that they right. did that. No, because they didn't. Well, he's making himself self important, is my point, is that he's going, no, 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 look, they came for me. There's a lot of cops out there that said they <laughs> haven't killed any people, but look what goes under the record. You think our government tells us the truth? They don't. No, they but. Don't. No, but they could just as easily kill this guy. Well, they could, but then that's too much publicity because at this point we know that he wouldn't do it himself. Right. So what's the, the government, government hiding from us? The government, the big capital G government that can control everything, can kill a guy and get away with it. Uh, He's not too big to fall. Uh, We've toppled nations, my guy. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> sure. But you know what? There's one nation. And here's my other thing about... It's the U.S., baby. And, the, <laughs> and if that guy goes down, we know. We know. No, so Those here's alien my thing. believers are going to rise. The problem with any of these conspiracy theories is the bigger the conspiracy, the more people have to keep it secret, right? There has been a couple of cases that I know I've, I've two of them I'm thinking specifically that I've read here on the podcast. Uh-huh. One about the guy who had came out uh, and had all the burns on his chest and stuff like that right. and said that he ran into a, a, what, a an unidentified flying object. Now, was that the fire in the sky one? <clears throat> no. No. No, that was a different one where he's got yep. burns all up on his stomach and his chest, and they look like they're in weird patterns, and he there's photos of it. Yeah. Said he got visited by two men saying that he has to redact everything that he said or else. Yeah. You know, and he didn't. And then coincidentally, 
couple days later, he was found dead in a rocking chair with wire around his neck. Yeah. And they said it was a suicide. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't think you can... They could do that to that guy. Right. So my thing is, they killed that guy. They could just kill this guy. I'm feeling, well, if they did, how much backlash would they get from it of like, oh, fuck, what did he say that made them go, he's got to be gone. you got to take him out. I don't know. So my the only thing I run into is the only people that are like watching him close enough to be like, they got him, right? <laughs> Aren't they're they're the quote loud crazy minority, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, the people that we already think are crazy tinfoil hat guys screaming, look what the big government did with our tinfoil hat. <laughs> Fucking that's just Tuesday, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they could kill him and get away with it and just chalk it up to. We don't know what they're talking about. He got pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And all of the people that are his followers are, are going to be like, the government killed him. And you know, the people that don't believe it, like myself, would be like, yeah, or he was a fucking unwell, right? And, mm. and, he, and he died. You know, mm. I don't know. I, I'm saying they can brush a death under the rug. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. You'll get me one day, but this wasn't the one. Mm. <laughs> you didn't sell me. <laughs> Sorry, Chief. I'm just going to bring home an alien one day. Then I'll go, uh, okay, who's in the costume? You know, I just still, <laughs> the alien is dissecting me, and I'm like, oh, real funny. Oh, yeah, yeah Brank's over, guys. <laughs> Morgan, take off the mask. Yeah, it's just, it's just Morgan. <laughs> what is for fire in the sky? Fucking shoving the tube down his throat. Yeah. And throwing the black goo in his yeah. mouth. <sighs> That movie was gross. Yeah, it's a scary movie. Yeah, just I, that scene. Like, <clears throat> oh yeah, I remember watching that scene. I mean, that movie came out what in the nineties. I remember watching uh, that yeah. from a young age, and that scene scared the piss out of me. That's all I had on on Bob Lazar for now. There's a lot to go yeah. in, and he has a, he's got a bunch of books that he published that I think I might look into. Do you uh, think he made money off of them? off of the books? Sure. Do you think he's made a lot of money being the Tinfoil Hat Alien guy? I don't think a lot of money. Do you think he's made more money doing that than he did air quote working for the government? No. You don't think so? Because he's only it, it looks like he's only written three. Yeah. And then he just hasn't written any since. Does he make any public appearances? I don't know. This is like the second time I've heard of this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I'd say I'm a, a nut about aliens and space and stuff like that. And for yeah. this guy to be the first time it pops up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. You bring me more receipts, I'll, I'll think about it. All right. All right. We'll come back to this. We will. Well, let's get Bob Lazar on here. <laughs> Just get him and Jesse Ventura. Why you I'm down here in the Baja. <laughs> uh, down here in the Baja. <laughs> Did I show you that video? Yeah, yeah fucking Will Sasso from Mad TV does an incredible Jesse Ventura impersonation. And he says some shit about, like, I'm down here in the Baja and I've got somewhere north of 150 dogs, <laughs> wild dogs. They're all trained to know that I'm their master. <laughs> Down here their, in the... Their head honcho. <laughs> Down here in the Baja. In the Baja. <laughs> the yeah. fuck is the Baja? The Baja. It's a region in Mexico. Oh. I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. But anyways, uh, that's all I got. We want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure, blah, 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 episode, be sure to give it a great review. Tell your friends about it. Uh, obviously, share us on social media. Word of mouth is a big old help. Uh, make sure that you're liking, following, subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice. That way you get notifications when we post. 
Uh, Chris, if people want to get in touch with us, give us their feedback. Tell us about their spooky uh, alien interactions. Yeah. What are some of their favorite comic books? Oh, yeah. If you guys ever want to let us know any of that, you can always reach out to us. Uh, you know, on any of our socials at Simply One Podcast, our Twitter handle is Whelmed underscore Simply. You can always leave us an email at uh, Simply Whelmed Mailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, next week, Barry wraps up the yeah. series finale. Yeah, which we, oh my, Man, I can't wait That's to what talk. I've been thinking about. Yeah, I can't wait for Barry. Last episode was a, a big fucking cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to neatly wrap it up, but I have faith that I'll enjoy it. Yeah. You know? It may not be a good ending as in the, in the sense yeah. of like, oh, it's a happy ending. Yeah, right. But it's going to be an ending where I'm like, oh, yep, oh God, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. I don't think I'll be disappointed. I'd be shocked if I was disappointed. Yeah. Especially when I found out Bill Hader was directing all three episodes. Or all eight episodes. All eight episodes, yeah. Three. I do think, this will be my like parting thoughts here, I do wonder if Bill Hader, I could see him making a horror movie. Ooh, yeah. Because there's a, especially in this season, there's some scenes where you're like, the framing of it in the show. Like, is uneasy. Yeah. Like when there's the knock at the door, mm-hmm. you know, and or when Sally's walking through the house yeah you know, and it's a bright day mm-hmm. all the way, but there's still that tension of like oh god yeah and the way the camera really slowly moves yeah that yeah, was there's freaky. a lot of really good cinematography and, and shots in there that i'm like i could see him doing a, a thriller or a horror film mm-hmm. of some sort that'd be cool but uh, i'd love to see bill Hader make a movie i think uh, he'd yeah. be really good at it yeah i think he's he understands like movies and stuff like that cinema yeah. well he's a big cinephile but uh yeah i, I think we'll talk but uh, we just want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, that's, that's the end of the show, Chris. Tell everybody bye. Tell everyone bye, Colin. At the I same time, three, two, one, bye. bye.